Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What struck out to me watching him was just the utter lack of hesitation Mm -hmm. as the pass rush collapsed upon him. And that's really been the case with Patrick Mahomes, right? His entire career when it comes to running, it's that situational awareness. Look, we live in a moment where there's some of the greatest dual threat quarterbacks ever, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. But I would argue on a down-to-down basis, Patrick Mahomes is as impactful a scrambler as any quarterback in the NFL, and it's why they won the football game. Mina Kimes of ESPN, that is correct on impact as a scrambler. Allen and Mahomes are the two best. The two best at turning pressure into not a sack. They are the two best. The sack percentage, the stats went out at the end of the season, saw the number that the five best quarterbacks at not getting sacked are Allen, Mahomes, Tua, uh, they were all McVay system guys. Maybe Purdy was all the the, the, the McVay-Shanahan offense and Allen and Mahomes. And it's because Allen and Mahomes are the two best at evading pressure, evading sacks. So while Mahomes is not thought of as the running quarterback that some of the others are, um, in terms of evading pressure, he's as good as it gets. He and Allen are the two best. 803-0550. Speaking of the Chiefs, Jeremy White with you. Joe took off. He'll be back in tomorrow. Josh Schmidt producing. Speaking of the Chiefs, I've got a question via Twitter, and I, I like this question. It's uh, it does, it feels like the first big domino to fall for the Bills and the first big clear move to something else that we will see from them. We know Hyde and Poyer are are gone. We know that's going to happen probably, right? Like Hyde doesn't have a contract. Jordan Poyer, th- that that tandem is going to be broken up. We we fully expect that. They've got free agents, and Poyer is under contract. They could save money if they cut him. We'll see what the change happens at safety. But the really big one is going to be Gabe Davis. And Charles tweeted in earlier, about a half hour ago, regardless of where he goes, if Davis has a blockbuster year with a new team, what does that say about his use in Buffalo, negligent or incompetent? And my reply to that was, and is this, I I cannot picture a scenario where Davis goes somewhere else and has a great year, and we are saying the Bills are incompetent in any way. What would the Bills' incompetence be? He's been on the field as much as any receiver in this offense. He plays all the time. And Josh Allen loves him. 
and he has gone games without a target while Stephon Diggs and Dalton Kincaid are on the field. You've got guys that are very good at their job, and Davis is a nice player. Anytime we talk about this, I make I make a point to say, like, I do not think Davis is terrible. And even throughout this season, as we went through November, December, it was, I think they're going to need Gabe Davis if they're going to be at their best. And when he got hurt, to me, that was, you know, sometimes the offense looks like it still works, but you want your full stable of weapons. So Davis leaving for Trent Sherfield was a problem. And Davis has value, and he'll hit the market, and I don't care where he goes. I will not I have a tough time believing I will get to any sort of regret because what the Bills need to do, the best scenario for the Bills, is forget about the first-round receiver. The first-round receiver is going to hopefully take them to a place that they haven't been in a while, which is to have two studs. In an ideal world, they draft a fourth-round receiver and they get Gabe Davis. That's the game. Gabe Davis, for the Bills, has been a tremendous draft pick, a great pick, who came in as a rookie and started contributing right away. Cheap. Those contracts are so cheap, it's not even funny. To get a receiver that can give you what Gabriel Davis did as a rookie and in his next four years, it is nuts. His cap hit in his rookie year was $780,000. His cap hit last year was 2.9 in four full seasons. You paid him $4 million. A fourth-round receiver to do that for you is jackpot. Jackpot. Gabe Davis made $4 million as a receiver on this team. Total. What you can't do is pay him 11 for one year or 30 for three years. It just doesn't make sense. The Bills need to do, at receiver, of course, what they've done at defensive end, which is say, like, that's a really expensive position, right? They go out and they hire, they, they, they get Leonard Floyd as a hired gun for $9 million, and Mario Addison. It's expensive to get defensive ends to come in. It's also expensive to get wide receivers. Every receiver idea you're going to see that you might like is, well, what about uh, Marquise Brown? Spot tracks market value is like $14 million. Well, Michael Pittman, $22 million. T. Higgins, $19 million. Like These are big numbers. It's also the case to draft a wide receiver. For some of these teams, you're going to see this coming up. You're going to see that the Georgia tight end coming out, Brock Bowers, is a great prospect, next awesome tight end prospect. If you're just doing the numbers of it, if you draft Brock Bowers, by the time you get to his fifth-year option, you are not saving much money. You are paying him like one of the best tight ends in football positions that have lower franchise tags what that means is you get less value out of the draft wide receiver quarterback these have massive franchise tags massive numbers to get a middle of the road receiver you're paying decent money and to draft one is to just score majorly when you when the uh when the prescription is we got to find some cheap labor and some cap savings. You draft defensive line and receiver and quarterback. Like that's that's a place to save money. So Davis goes to the Chiefs and puts up ten touchdowns. I, I don't I don't care. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think about it. The only way that the, the Bills could look bad in all this is if they 
slow play receiver again. They go bargain bin on receiver and don't draft it and sign you know your Surefields and your Hardys again. It's not their fault. They are like one in four million dollar receivers, and that's that's where you had to hunt for a while if you're not going to draft one. Think about that. Like think about the value you got on Gabe Davis's contract, which for four years since being a rookie. The bills paid him $4 million. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And Deontay Hardy got $4 million last year. Free agent receiver that you're going to try, $4 million. Jackpot hit in the fourth round, $4 million. And in a Wide receiver class that is loaded. This is where the the math of it all lines up to draft one in the first and draft one in the third or the fourth. The Bills should definitely be in the market for two, and it'll not only help a room that needs bodies in it, it will drastically help their cap to get this position boosted, bolstered for cheap money. And Davis... I just, I don't expect him to turn into a number one receiver. I expect him to go somewhere, get paid as he should, to be a role player, to be a guy, get some touchdowns, put up thousand yard seasons. Uh, okay, I don't care if he goes and plays with C.J. Stroud and plays across from Nico Collins, who they have on a cheap deal, and Tank Dell, who they have on a cheap deal. Like, I would expect him to have a nice, nice career, and I'm not going to sit here and watch his touchdowns and think, oh no, what might have been. Not going to do it. Not not in the same situation. Let, let's say it's the Texans. The Texans have a rookie quarterback contract. They've got all this room. Let's say it's the Bears. Let's say it's the Commanders. Okay? Not worried about it. Not thinking about it. The Bills have to live in a different wide receiver universe where you can't pay big money for a role player. You have to either pay big money for an elite guy, which the Bills are doing with Diggs, even though people are kind of down on Diggs right now. They paid a first-round draft pick to get a guy in his prime, and then they paid him. And that's good money spent because you get one of the best. You're paying a lot for it, but you're getting it. And next step for the Bills is to draft a one-slash-two that can maybe develop into that and somebody else that's just going to be cheap. And look at Let's look at uh, – let, let me pull up Garrett Wilson's contract for you because he's a highly drafted first-round receiver. And how much money is Garrett Wilson making? Garrett Wilson took one year to be what the best in considered the best rookie receiver in football. His cap hit last year was four point six. Deontay Hardy was four point five. Garrett Wilson the same amount of cap hit as Deontay Hardy. 
look at the difference between drafting a receiver and signing a receiver. There is unbelievable value in drafting one. It is one of the most expensive positions. It's not just that it's fun to talk about, it's sexy, we like to train horn for the wide receiver train. It is good business. And for the Bills, they love Davis. And it was just not good business to bring him back. Even if you're signing him for $8 million, that is a big number when you could try to duplicate what he can do from a rookie and pay half of that one year total over four years. So I'm not thinking about it. If you think this is a, a Jordan Poyer scenario where Poyer went out and tested the market and came back and signed for cheap, that could happen. I That number has to be so low for me to make sense. It has to be the Hardy number. It has to be $4 million. And for Davis to go out and come back for that, I mean, that seems really low. For a guy, again, Spotrek puts his value in the neighborhood of about 10. So it's not, it's not to trash Davis. It's not to say he's no good. I think he is good. He'll be useful somewhere. But the Bills cap situation, it does not line up. The math, the math doesn't make – you can't make the math work to pay Davis. So, you know, will I regret it? No. Not I, – I can't envision a scenario where the Bills regret letting Davis walk if he's making $10 million a year. Just keep drafting receivers until you get his replacement. You can aim higher, and you wouldn't even be in trouble if you drafted the exact same guy. I would take it 100 times out of 100 with a fourth-round pick – it costs you $4 million putting up those kind of numbers in a passing offense with Josh Allen and somebody else carrying the load. Like That's a jackpot. So get a time machine, go back, and draft Gabriel Davis out of UCF. That's a win. But you just can't sign him. So I don't care if it's the Chiefs, it's the Bengals. There's no place you can tell me he signs I'd be scared. The Jets, the Patriots, the Dolphins, don't, I'm not going to worry about it. It's just the nature of it. 803-0550. Ben and Amherst. Hey, Ben. Morning. Morning. Good. I feel like we've been kind of having a variation of the same conversation for five years now. And um, I, I mean, I agree, draft a receiver and one or two. I, I think obviously it helps. Um, but this conversation's so omnidimensional. It's, and, and I feel like no matter what we do, no matter who we draft, no matter who we trade for, no matter who we sign, no matter who we bring on to the coaching staff, I just feel like we're never going to get past Reed and Mahomes. And that's just kind of where I'm at. I mean, this is great to talk about, yeah. you know, during the off season as we ramp up. But at the end of the day, I don't think any of it's really going to matter. <laughs> I, I, it's a tough spot to be in, Ben. I, I, they're fresh off another win. I get it. They've made the plays. The Bills haven't, I know. But, I mean, the Bills are not going to give up. Nobody's going to give up. I saw Mike Florio today suggesting Kyle Shanahan might need a fresh start soon. Like he, the, the Niners should give up on Kyle Shanahan. It's pro sports. It's competition. Somebody's in your way. Sorry. If the Bills are going to give up, that's – I mean, they're not. They're not going to give up. Josh Allen's not going to give up. I don't know. If you feel that way, I, I, I there's nothing I can do for you. I'm not saying it's – irrational it's it's the reality these guys are in your way and they're not going anywhere 8030550188552550 to join us get a call in on the other side as well they've been lucky and good but also lucky and good
Do you know that Patrick Mahomes has the Super Bowl record for fumble recoveries now? That's right. Why does he have everything? Patrick Mahomes has the Super Bowl record for fumble recoveries. That means he's not secure with the ball. <laughs> well, you play in a lot of Super Bowls. That's that's going to be something that happens. We'll get a break in 803-0550. If you're on hold, stick with us. On Davis, the first big domino. Wherever that ends up, it'll be juicy to talk about. But regret? I just don't see it. I don't see it in our future. 803-0550 to join us. Jeremy and Joe. Joe took off. He's back tomorrow here on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.